Welcome back to Imperial City and to the season one finale. The Kickstarter we ran in March 2021 was intended to get us here. And thanks to those backers and our wonderful Patreon supporters, we're just getting started with the story of the Whiskey Jays. Thank you all so much for your support. A few announcements about what's coming up after the season one finale. First, we'll be taking a break between seasons. This was something I didn't do with the Magpies, our previous show, and while I never got completely burned out, I was definitely feeling the lack of a true break for myself and the cast by the end. So we'll be back on November 22nd with Season 2. In the meantime, though, we still have things going on. There is, of course, the other ongoing show here at Clever Corvid's, Love and Hellfire. Josie is GMing a story that smashes Forged in the Dark mechanics with the stories of identity, faith, heresy, and betrayal of White Wolf's demon, The Fallen, all against the backdrop of modern-day Miami. It's a fantastic show, and if you haven't listened yet, our upcoming break is a perfect time to jump in. We'll also be doing a cast Q&A now that the first season is done. We'll have posts on our Patreon and Twitter inviting people to submit their questions. Once the Q&A is edited, it will be a Patreon exclusive for one month, and then it'll be shared with everyone. Patrons can also hear our Season 1 blooper reel, which should be live on our Patreon right now. Finally, we are still partnering with StartPlaying.Games. If you want to fill the time between seasons with a Blades in the Dark game of your own, click the link in the show notes to get a $10 credit to spend on a game run by a professional GM. StartPlaying has thousands of games run by experienced GMs in countless systems. Check it out and get into a game today. Next, Kim is going to tell us about this month's featured charity. The Sunrise Movement is a nationwide youth-led organization that advocates for climate justice. Through phone banking, protesting, and educating, they aim to urge people to treat climate change solutions as a priority. They are avid champions for the Green New Deal, fighting against fascism, and pressuring leaders at the local and federal level to endorse climate justice legislation. Volunteer hubs are also made accessible by holding both in-person and virtual organizing activities, and there's no pressure made in regards to how much or how little of your time you can commit to the cause. If you are under the age of 35 and would like to join, visit sunrisemovement.org slash take hyphen action. And if you are over the age limit, check out their sister organization, Arm in Arm for Climate. To donate, visit sunrisemovement.org slash donate. By the time we come back, the midterm elections will be over in the U.S. I encourage our American listeners to vote, especially for local candidates. While the national elections get all the attention and are important, local candidates have a huge impact on state, county, and city-level policies, and changing those is a way to directly benefit your community. Voting is, of course, not the only thing you should do. Continue to organize in your communities to support and help each other in whatever ways you can. Donating money, volunteering, protesting, researching, helping with caretaking. No matter where you are or what your situation is, you can pitch in. And you can find ways to get support that you might need, too. Things are hard for so many people, and the best thing we can do is to lift each other up as much as we can. Now then. Let's get started, shall we? 
We open up on Imperial City. The lights of the various districts gleaming in the darkness. The skyscrapers of Port March, the businesses of Corvus Row and Kestrel Heights. And we zoom in through the buildings and streets to find the Drake as it pulls up uh, outside of Nightcap's headquarters. And the Whiskey Jays, all five of you, Pearl included, uh, pile out. Darling, have you shared anything about uh, what you were up to when you were absent last time? Or did you just sort of come back? I think I, I would share um, since we are uh, aware of, you know, our little assassin problem. I think I would have uh, come back a lot more, um, a lot less paranoid and a lot more like I took a vacation that I deserve. <laughs> uh, and and uh, I'd come back and be like, so I bought us like two months. Okay. So, so, so the crew is, the, the crew has been made aware of, of what, uh, of what Darling was up to. So, so you all might be maybe feeling a little more relaxed. Darling, certainly, uh, more relaxed than she's been in weeks. Bailey greets you, uh, at, at the doors. Bailey does not look relaxed. Um, Bailey looks, uh, almost haggard. Oh. She's been looking increasingly stressed every time you've seen her of late. And you know she she's got kind of some dark circles under her eyes. Her her normally very like she she pretty much every time you see her she's in you know a very nice finely tailored three piece suit. Um, and she's still wearing the suit, but it's a little rumpled. Um, like maybe she's been like she slept in it the last couple days, or she just hasn't gone home and she's just been sleeping here. She she doesn't look great. And she'll, she'll greet you and be like, hey, uh, thanks for, for coming on such short notice. Uh, Granddad said he's got some kind of big job for all of you, so. How big? Uh, really big? He was cagey on the details. Uh, said he wanted to wait to explain until you all were here. All right. Are you all right? <sighs> hanging in there. It's uh, been pretty busy around here lately, uh, trying to keep everything running. Well, we're here to help you. Whatever weight we can take off your shoulders, we're here. Alright? You should stop on by one day for just tea. You look like you need to vent. And I don't think you believe in therapy. <laughs> uh, she She gives you kind of a, a tense smile. It's like, ah, yeah, next time I, uh, I've got time for a break, I'll, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Come on. She'll lead you back through the warehouse slash distillery, which is, uh, a scene of organized chaos, barely organized as it's been the last few times you all have been here. Um, understaffed and overworked is kind of the, the theme. There's just a lot of uh, a lot of people rushing around, a lot of stuff piled up. It just, 
the first several times that you all came here, when you started working here, it had the feeling of a well-oiled machine. Things were, you know, running smoothly. Stuff was was organized, everything in its place. Now it's just do whatever you have to to get things done. Things are just kind of stowed carelessly, crates shoved in corners or against walls. Nothing's really as well taken care of as it should be. Bailey leads you back to, to Benny's office. Um, he is behind his desk, uh, standing up, leaning over uh, a map of the, the west side of the city. So that's the side that Corvus Row and, and Veldare Hill and, and Bay Rise and Robleston, a few other districts are on. It's a it's a large map, and it's clearly pretty old. It's It's been, you know, marked up with, you know, various colors. Some things have been scratched out. You know, it, it's, it looks like he's been using this map for probably years as his criminal empire has expanded and changed hands and things. And he, he looks up as you all come in and he nods to you and is like, Ah, good. Uh, thank you for coming. I have, uh, as I'm guessing Bailey here told you, a very big job for you all. One that I think is going to change all of our fortunes. Well, I'm all he is. And he, he looks down at the map and points at Bayrise. It's like, there's a lot of potential here, Bayrise. A lot of infrastructure, a lot of potential customers, a lot of potential buyers. And we can't get into it because the breakers and the brigs have it all locked up. So, what I need you all to do is clear it out. Clear what? it out? Well, more specifically, get them to clear it out for us. Everybody knows that they're just barely holding themselves back from open war, and all it will take is a little spark to get it going again. Benny, I'm with you on theory, but we're not exactly a militia. No. You just need to go be a spark. Figure out what it'll take to reignite the fight up there and let them burn themselves out. Then we'll move in. What gang is, uh... Arlene's girlfriend in again? The Breakers. Yeah, Echo just gives a side-eye to Arlene, like, are you okay? Yeah, how how is Arlene reacting to this? I think Arlene's fists are clenched. <laughs> yeah. She is doing her best to keep her face straight, but that was never her strongest suit in the first place. We've been very careful in other jobs to try not to reignite this. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, as as you all are kind of being like, um, are you sure? Even Bailey is like, um, Granddad, I, that's, uh, I don't know about this one. No offense, but we are not ready for a gang war, directed at us or not. Yeah, and if we're not careful about this, this we could get hit with a blowback. What happens when they find out we were pulling the strings and then we're pulled into this? Have you really thought this through, Benny? I, he he doesn't respond to, to, to 
Echo and Val right away. He looks at Bailey first with this sort of like wounded expression when when she has expressed the mildest <laughs> of doubts. Good God. And then looks back at the, the rest of you um, and, and leans forward and plants his hand on the desk is like, I didn't get to be in charge of this gang by not thinking things through. I didn't bring you all here to question my orders. I brought you here to follow them. This is the job that you've been given. So either you do it, or you can find yourself someplace else to set up shop. I see. Echo will look at Val. Yeah, no, I'm just out of character thinking about what Val says. If it makes a difference, Bailey is kind of like standing... Usually during these meetings, Bailey kind of takes up a, a position, you know, behind him, sort of, you know, doing the, the right-hand man pose, uh, you know, behind him at his shoulder. Bailey has... Bailey's got her arms folded and is giving him a, a very worried look, which, yeah, is is unusual for her. I think Val is going to plant their hands on the desk and lean... Oh, lean forward a little bit and look uh, Benny straight in the eye and just say, We'll do this for you, Benny. But after this, we are having a very thorough conversation about what your expectations for us are. You got it? Sure. All right. Looking forward to it. And he kind of gestures sharply at the door as just kind of a get out yeah. thing. Doesn't even say anything. Echo doesn't like the tension in the room, so she is probably the first one to leave. <laughs> She's like, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> does everybody else head out? Yeah. I think it's safe mm -hmm. to say Darling is the last one out, because this is the kind of tension she is very used to. And mm -hmm. um, she girl-bossed her way last time, so it's this is 100% this is a very silent display of strength before slowly getting up slowly ushering Pearl out and then tapping um, Bailey on, on the arm and going, I believe we need to speak to our handler to talk more about our next, well, our planning phase. Yeah, that, that Bailey kind of like blinks at you and is like, yeah, of course. And we'll uh, follow you all out. Um, and we'll, like, once you all get out into the the warehouse again, she'll kind of, like, sidle around you all and we'll gesture, just kind of, like, follow me and we'll just sort of lead you all back outside. Like, I don't want to talk in here. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we'll wait until you get back outside by the drake. And then she just, like rakes her hands through her hair, scrubs a hand over her face, and it's just like, ah, shit. So this job is suicide, yes? It's worse than that. Yes, it can hurt people we care about, too. It's it's bad. It's bad in a lot of different ways for all of the reasons that you all have said and more. It's gonna piss off the Sovereign on top of everything else that you've said. <sighs> You don't have to listen to him, all right? If you want in on this, you can be in on this. In on what? 
Oh, well, we, to put it lightly, we're thinking of quitting, but in a less, in a more union way. I think we should have this conversation in the car. I think we should have this conversation in, in our hideout where we can have an appropriate amount of tea and, and Bailey can change into something that does not. Poor thing, you're wrinkled and you kind of smell. Yeah, Bales, come on. And I, I really also, don't want to I really don't want to hit you while you're down, but I just it's oh you you need a good fucking shower and something comfortable to wear, or else I think you're going to just blow up spontaneously. Bailey just sort of blinks at Darling for a couple seconds and then just manages I've slept here for the last three nights, so... We, we um, should go somewhere with a shower. The garage does not have fuck? one. Okay, no, everybody comes to my house. It's fine. Smash cut to Darling's <laughs> house. <laughs> Tell me about the um, entirely too big, because I want to remind you, in terms of, of size, Darling, tall... And 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 long, Bailey is is a a short fat woman. <laughs> so what what is the robe situation like, or or the borrowed clothes situation like that you arrange for her here? <laughs> well, luckily, darling is broad shouldered and buff. Okay, uh, so yes, like it right. would totally fit that way. However, it's the hems are far too long. <laughs> and, and so, and so, the best way to put it is Bailey is one hundred percent living her. My husband died, but these are the family pearls, kind of life, you know. Oh yes. god! So, See, so yes, very long sleeves, and and the robe has a train. <laughs> Incredible! Is it like some kind of like very pretty fabric as well? Because oh, this is darling. Yes. she does not do terry cloth. Exactly. This is like. This is this is pristine red velvet imported silk that kind of vibe. Okay, like like ba- if Bailey was feeling like shit before, she's gonna feel a little bit fucking good because she's gonna look so cute coming out and like wearing this and it's soft as fuck. And like Darling's got extra rooms too because she she totally bought this place. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a house. Yeah. So it's like uh it's it's like yeah, Bailey needs to stay a couple nights too. Like look at the beds, immaculately soft. Like everything is very nice. It's very made. Darling cleans regularly. This is a this is a nice fucking place with nice fucking things. <laughs> I should have expected it, but I was not expecting your old job to have paid quite this re- well. Echo seems, like, scared to sit down on anything. Oh, sit, sit, sit. Yeah, have, yeah, have, have Echo and Val been Never. to Darling's house before? You I don't think so. Oh, wow. You wouldn't have even fucking known where Darling lived, because Darling oh, wow. wasn't, like, it's not to say she didn't trust you, trust you, but it's more like it never came up. Right, right. Yeah, so Bailey is, c- comes down from the shower, like, a little uncomfortable in the way of, like, this does not fit me sort of way of, like, this is somebody else's clothes and it doesn't fit right, but it's just like, uh, well, darling, if nothing else, you have exquisite taste. It's just sort of like trying, like pushing the sleeves up carefully before taking a, a teacup and then sits down and is like, okay, 
So what is going on with you all quitting? Well, uh, I think it's obvious that we haven't necessarily been very thrilled with Benny as of late. I don't think you have either. And, uh, well, Echo here came up with something interesting. We were thinking about encouraging your grandfather to retire. Huh. Whether we stay after that depends on many things, but I do not think we will be able to simply quit without bad blood under these circumstances. No. Uh, I mean, one, he would kick you off the property and take it pretty personally. Every time he's done something dumb, you've been right there, like, knowing exactly what a dumb job he's doing. Like, do you want a promotion, is what we're asking. I think Bailey had started to take a sip of tea and kind of... (coughs) What? A promotion, darling. Like, um, you know, we have your grandfather retire, because clearly he is senile. And you can take over. Because you... Oh. Actually, no, you have pretty good leadership skills so far. I... Oh, wow. Um, I mean, he hasn't really been setting me up to take over for him. He hasn't really been setting anybody up to take over for him, now that I think about it. Doesn't really have a succession plan. Exactly, Um... Uh, he's he's really into the risky business of it all, and yet, no plan B. If it's going to be anybody, I'm probably as good a bet as any. Um, and we will be there to just, help. <sighs> the whole point is, we can either stay in improved conditions or leave on friendly terms. Either way, you have our backing. Yeah. Uh, oh. She just kind of leans back into whatever nice, comfy, plush armchair she's sitting in. It's like, uh, sorry, this is just not the conversation I expected to have when I woke up this morning. Um, of course, we're not saying you have to, you have to commit to a decision, right? I think we trust you enough to just be this openly transparent. I mean, you're not wrong is the thing he's running the gang into the ground he just thinks we can keep expanding infinitely and it we're burning out i haven't seen all of the the ledgers but what i've gotten to look at it's it's not great i mean hell we had to send you out to steal product not long ago, because we couldn't make ends meet. Is there a merger that could happen? Uh, but with us and somebody else? Yes. Uh, probably not. Uh, not a friendly one, anyway. Uh, it might shock you to know that Granddad uh, isn't very good at making alliances. And that will make inheriting his position rather difficult. Personally, I think what needs to happen is we just need to let go a lot of, of a lot of the recent holdings that 
he's taken on absorbed a lot of smaller, formerly independent organizations. You just need to cut a lot of them loose. Let them go back to being independent. And we're not as responsible for all of their direct funding. We could give them to someone else to secure that nice, friendly relationship. Uh, that's... He's not very good also at listening to outside views, as you just saw. Oh, of, of, of course, that's why I'm, I'm suggesting it to you. Yeah. I, I think... No, I think you're right. I think I think the only path forward is without without him in charge. I mean, there's, there's plenty of outlets to help us in this situation. You brought it up yourself. Sovereign would be rather pissed. Arlene, what are the breakers like? And are they mad at us after last time? Arlene kind of turns to Echo. I mean, the breakers are fine with us right now. They're not going to be fine with us if this happens. Because do you have any idea how hard they worked to get this piece? How many people died in the process? We're not, we are not, I'm not going to help. Oh, yes. I do not think any of us wish to actually follow through with this job. Oh, go oh good fuck no. I, look, I've, I've rested. I am relaxed. This is not resting and relaxing. I was simply wondering, they smuggle, yes, but do they have their own brewery? The Breakers. Um, no, the Breakers deal mostly in bringing stuff in from outside of the city. Um, they do a lot of, like, gun running. Yeah, I am simply saying that perhaps instead of elimination, either alliance or merging may give us the resources to hold the nightcaps together or those resources under new rulership and may potentially give them access to our trade. Mm -hmm. And that way, whether Bailey takes leadership or not, it is more stable. Uh, I'm only worried about that. Look, this, this stuff isn't my biggest strong suit, but I mean... The balance in Bayrise, as far as I can tell, is pretty precarious, and if we don't get Benny out, and we make an alliance with the Breakers, he's just going to try and throw that shit off more. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yes. Well, we we would be throwing Benny out. That part is my specialty. Though, of course, I would rather not kill him. I What? I, yes, I, yes, we like have I blackmail said, material. Yes, instead we do that. That's I, what the blackmail is for. Mm -hmm. Yes, trying to avoid killing the old man as much as possible. I really do like yeah. that. No, he's... Yeah, you're not, he's... Listen, do I think that he's a stubborn old asshole? Yes, but he's still my grandfather. You can't kill like him. I said, yes, that's the way I'm trying to avoid killing him. I think him. you should just stop talking. <laughs> I would not. I am quite no, fond of your family. Listen, I know you wouldn't. I'm telling you to shut up. <laughs> Val's just making the like throat cutting gesture of like yeah. stop digging. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is what's this blackmail that you've you've referenced? Echo will pull a folder from within her coat. Yeah, and I think she'll just let Bailey read it. 
All right. So so Bailey takes this, what I imagine is probably a pretty like hefty folder of information <laughs> and pages through it. Uh, I don't think it, she's not necessarily reading it in like, you know, every single word on every single page, but she's reading through it and occasionally will stop to read something in more detail. And then there's just a muttered like, oh, shit. Yes. And not only that, but the blue coats keep this information on hand. You should not have sent us into that station. Okay, this is okay, okay. Darling is gonna be like peering tower over, looking at the information too, because she hasn't seen this yet. She'll just go she's just mouthing a bunch of things. It, <laughs> uh, all of them translate to oh my god. Blood of yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Just just yeah. oh, you guys found good shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knew that they w- had this, or I don't think he would have expected you to go looking for it. I'm not sure which, but... Most likely. <sighs> yeah. Huh. We're gonna have to handle this carefully. She'll she'll kind of fold up the, you know, put the papers all back and, and hand the 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 files back to you, Echo. So you agree to it, then? I think it's the only path forward that <sighs> avoids just an awful lot of bloodshed. And listen, you know him better than any of us here, so when it comes to certain things, we're gonna follow your lead on this. Yeah, and he's got my... His his sister, my, my aunt, uh, and uh, my my mom live in in Duskwall. They've got a an operation up there. He can uh he can retire up there. Be their problem for a while. So he's got somewhere to go. Just got to convince him. Just I don't I don't have a good sense if Benny's out how many people in the nightcaps are going to be okay with you being in charge. Are we going to have to fight for that too? I thought Bailey was the morale of the Yeah, it'll I think it'll be a relatively smooth transition. Okay, I didn't know. I don't yeah, really do I, that stuff. No, it's. I mean, yeah, you you all aren't too uh, too involved in all the the upper politics of it. There's a couple people that uh, are. Pro- I'm probably gonna encourage Granddad to take with him when he goes, but for the most part, I think it should be fine. I'm not the only one who uh, isn't super <laughs> happy with the decisions he's been making lately. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm not going to have to completely clear house, fortunately. Is there anything more complicated to this than simply laying out his options to him? <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm going to I'm going to have to think about it. Some my fear is that he's not going to react in the most rational way. He might double down on holding on to his power. In what way? If we simply talk to him in his office, what is he going to do? Pull a gun and hope that works? I don't know. That's... I... I, I don't know. I... <sighs> if it is a concern of safety... I could take point. I'm not the best fighter here, but I'm very durable. Bailey kind of gives you a 
squints at you a little confused look. <laughs> Echo just looks back like, I'm not going to elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. I think what Echo is trying to say is that we have your back. That's good to know. I'm just, we got to approach this right. And and right now, I'm not sure what the best way to approach it is. Uh, probably because I'm running on like three hours of sleep. Maybe we should all sleep on it? Yeah, let's let's get some rest and try and come up with a plan. You can all stay here if you want. Although, I don't really oh. give a fuck. Duh, no, we don't want to impose. How are you imposing if I told you to stay here? Well, damn, all right. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm not even wearing pants right now, but this is what I do in this relationship. Uh. Wow. The dynamic in, in here just got real weird. I'm going to go upstairs and take <laughs> yeah, a nap. Nope, you do that. <laughs> Bailey just wanders off, teacup in hand. It is always robe weird. trailing behind her. <laughs> <laughs> I, just like, I just like making it awkward. It's so much fun. You all oh. cur- you're so small, and then you curl up, and you get even smaller. It's like a dumpling. Are you insinuating that we're an item? No, but... No. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't know, uh, actually. You know what? No, you're not you together, but you couple. are the parents. That's how it works. Yes. You know what? You know what? Let's just get Echo and Girlie to bed, and then we'll we'll, we'll have a talk about this, okay? <laughs> All right. Time to put the kids to bed. Come now. Go get dressed. <laughs> that's our ne- that's our new radio show, Echo and Girlie. <laughs> I should have enough juice. Yes, I think I have a couple days of juice. I can stay over without charging. You can, you can hook up to the car if you want to, if you need a charge. I will be fine. All right. All right, just checking. Arlene, what about you? Do you need a nap, sweetie? I, I don't know if I need a nap, but I would like to cuddle with Pearl. Pearl you say that? Pearl looks up, is ready for the cuddles, gets ready. It's like, it's like <laughs> belly, let's go. <laughs> Oh, Arlene, like, puts out her hands and, like, wiggles the fingers a little, like, come here, let me pet you. <laughs> the kids make cuddle. Cuddling commences. Exactly. <laughs> so, everybody settles in for maybe not the whole night, but for at least a, a few hours of, of rest. What does Echo do while everybody else is getting some shut-eye? Um, hmm. I don't know. I think I think do you touch do you touch stuff? Do you poke at things? Yes, I think she explores <laughs> and pokes at things. Um despite being big and pretty heavy, I think her footsteps are pretty light. So Aww. I don't think people hear her all that much, but those sleeping lightly probably hear her wandering the house a little bit. She's poking at things and I think she like sits at the dining room table and pulls out something to tinker with, but is very careful about it. Because she doesn't want to get anything on the table. So she doesn't <laughs> get much progress done. I ha- I probably yeah. have a spare gun somewhere. I'll give it to Echo and be like, here you go, dear. Play with this. <laughs> you can take it apart, put it back together, add new shit to it, whatever you like. I don't use this one often. Make sure it's unloaded. I learned how to handle firearms today. Today you all said this. <laughs> Wait, you don't know how I thought. I, I mean, I can I can use one. I've never constructed one. Well, then 
Oh, 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 I see, I see. Well then, go go for it. Go nuts. This is just one gun out of too many I have. <laughs> she she will, in fact, go nuts. <laughs> and really try and figure out how, how the pistol works. You did take the bullets out of that, right? Yeah. Yes. So, no, I always leave one. Oh, dear. <clears throat> take, don't look, I, I don't look down out. the barrel. Thank you. <laughs> and I think once things are quiet and she's alone, she just, like, looks out the window a little bit, sadly. Aww. Everybody gets up from their naps and reconvenes. Bailey has uh, gotten dressed back in, in her suit. And she she will say, okay, I I've thought it over and I think... I think the best way is just approach it like a business meeting. He's not going to like it. If we have the meeting in the distillery, I'll talk to a lot of the uh, a lot of the security beforehand. So I oversee most of them anyway. I can kind of flip them in advance. So he's not going to be able to call people down on us if he doesn't like what we have to say. Well... He knows that five-on-one fight, even he can see those odds aren't good. So I think, I don't think it'll get violent if we, if we take it to him there. Yes, and so long as we stay calm and kind of positive about it, because we are essentially blackmailing him to relax. <laughs> yeah. We're just telling him to take a little vacation. And Bailey nods and is like, all right, let me go home and uh, change and, and clean up. You all uh, grab whatever you, you might need and uh, let's let's meet back at the, the warehouse, uh, let's say, uh, about seven. Works for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 before you go, take a bun. I went and got oh. us buns. Oh, what kind of buns are they? Uh, we have um, pork and we have chicken, and I wasn't sure if anyone was a vegetarian, and, and so I proceeded to get one, and I said, put vegetables in it, and they looked at me funny. But they did it. <laughs> Do we have probably pork? full of? It's probably full of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bailey will take a chicken bun, and we'll nibble on it as she heads out. So, uh... There's not really a gather info section for this score. It's all pretty straightforward. We have <laughs> our info. <laughs> yeah, you have you have uh, gathered your info in the form of Echo stealing blackmail material. We just gather our Echo. <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk about um, the engagement role. I think this is a social score. I'm guessing since yeah, you are yeah. social scores negotiate, bargain, or persuade. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. more or less what you're doing here. Uh, loadout. What are you all planning normal. on bringing? Normal. Normal? Also normal. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's figure out the engagement role. As always, you have one for luck. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? I like to think so. 
I would argue yes. You are blackmailing yeah. the yeah. well-established leader of a well-established gang into retiring. Who owns our house? Who owns your house? <laughs> That's pretty bold. <laughs> Does the plan's detail expose the vulnerability of the target? Uh, yeah, you have blackmail on the dude. Yeah. Any of your friends or contacts? Yes, Bailey is helping you. Enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? Yes, that you don't know about. Mm. Strictly speaking, the nightcaps are a higher tier target than you. So I am going to knock one off for that. So this is going to be a 2d6 engagement roll. So let's see where we start. Don't fuck it up. All right. Good news. I got a six. Nice. I love it. So we're going to start in a controlled position. So a few hours later, full of, of delicious buns for those of you who are able to eat buns with a newfound understanding of how to disassemble and reassemble a pistol <laughs> for Echo. <laughs> you pile into the drake and and head over to the Nightcaps distillery. And you actually park uh about a block away. You see Bailey's car parked and and you you will, you know, park next to her. She hops out Looks, you know, she she looks considerably better. She's changed into a fresh suit. Looks like she's, you know, maybe had some more tea or some coffee or like she she looks a little more awake. Um, or maybe it's just, you know, the the promise of being able to change something <laughs> and not just being stuck in this situation uh, is making her feel better. And so you all walk over to the distillery. You notice as you approach the building that the interior lights are off and it's oddly quiet. Oh, so no. nobody's home? It's uh, the the look of it is like they're closed for business for the evening, but that doesn't happen. Benny runs this on a triple shift. He he has people working, you know, three shifts just to kind of keep up with demand. It's always open. Did Bailey clear everyone out already? Bailey, who is standing with you, says, No. I was going to talk to some some folks when I got in there, but I wanted people here to have more witnesses. I don't know what's going on. I'm not saying we should split up, but maybe we should just spread out, case this, and figure out what's going on here. Yes. We need to get in and see if anybody's home. Do you want me to sneak in? If you're up for it. I mean, yeah. Right. You can go with Pearl if you want. All right, Pearl, you can come with. Just make your way in quietly. So, yeah, because Pearl is, is shadow patterned. She's she's various shades of dark gray, oh. so she'll be able to, to hide in the shadows. I love that we can both hide in the shadows. Yes. Yeah. So the, the you know, the, the Nightcap's warehouse is... It, it looks like an old warehouse. So there's not a ton of windows. Um, what windows there are kind of, like you said, they're, they're like more up on like the second floor. So if you want to go in through a window, Arlene, you need to get up uh, into the, the second, up onto the roof or up, uh, you know, onto the second floor. But you, you are in a controlled position. Um, you know this area super well. You have been to the warehouse 
a gazillion times when you've been bored out here waiting to pick up something you have stared at this building and thought about all of the ways that you could climb over on and through it. Yeah. I would like to do a sneak. Yeah. Um, and since you are doing this with Pearl, let me look at cohort. So you can either do this as kind of a, you can roll Pearl's quality if you want her to act on this as she's doing it separately, or you can do it as a group action. You can do a sneaky group action with her. Let's do a group action. Okay. So I'll roll for Pearl then. So this is going to be controlled standard effect, uh, unless you want to use anything to bump it up to, to greater. I know you've got some, some gear. Um, I don't remember what. Does Fine Shadow Cloak do that? Let me let me look at Fine Shadow Cloak would we we would bump you up to Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do that then. Okay. So we'll we'll make this controlled greater. Um Pearl's coloring essentially gives yeah, her the yeah. same benefit. By default, you have to lead because you're the PC. Pearl can't lead this. I rolled a five. She doesn't have a stress bar. Pearl got a four. So uh your result is a five. You don't take any stress. So you, you can choose here. Either you withdraw and try a different approach, or do it with a minor consequence. Which would you uh, like? I think because we have time and like the ability to do that, I'm going to withdraw and try a different approach. Okay. So I'm imagining that like you, you and Pearl are like creeping around the side of the building looking for entry points. What... What do you see that makes you hesitate and realize that this is not going in this this sneaky sideway is not the right way? Could there be a light on where there usually isn't? I don't know if okay, that's something that yeah. makes sense with or maybe the just inside. just one. There's just like one light. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you like you you kind of climb up. Uh, I think on one of the the trucks that's parked along the side and like haul yourself up to peer in one of the windows. Um, and you see it's not totally dark inside the warehouse. Everything is powered down. Like it looks like the place is closed down for the shift, which again, weird. Um, but there's a handful of lights on and you can see some people inside moving around like they're on patrol but something's something's wrong about them. You can't pin down exactly what's wrong. They're not the normal nightcaps people. Yeah, so I think she you kind of see her on top of that truck that she's perched on, and she kind of flattens herself down and puts her hand on Pearl's face. Shh, baby, I don't think we want them to see us coming in this way. What if I use like survey to try and see like to try and like guesstimate a better route in that would not be in their sightline? Um, yeah, you could do that. Because I think, I think different approach means different action, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's what, what a different approach means. You gotta roll something else. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So that is a five. So again, you can, you, you can either withdraw and try a different approach or do it with a consequence, minor consequence. I have a suggestion for minor consequence. Hit me. I can find a way in, but it's not a way that Pearl can use. Okay, so Pearl Pearl can't come with you. Yeah, in in this way. And okay, a big sad Pearl eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that what you you spot is there is like a uh, there's a roof access panel, 
um, Ooh, yes. that you <laughs> that you can get up to. Um, but Pearl, it's it's too small. Um, Pearl would not be able to squeeze through. I leave a very sad tiger on the roof. <laughs> yeah, or you know, on the truck. That works too. Or padding, padding so- sadly back to darling. I give her a kiss on the nose before she goes. <laughs> she tells mom everything. <laughs> She's so sad. Oh. She gives you the saddest. This is this is the eyes of of little sister is being left behind. She just wanted to go and and do something cool with her big sister, oh. but no, she doesn't get to go. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, it's okay, dear. We'll we'll work on we'll work on the phasing through things. Okay, that's what we'll work on next. So that way you can go anywhere you'd like. Okay, mm. it's very hard to to be like, okay, time to be serious now. No, the baby is yeah. sad. The baby needs, needs some <laughs> affection. So. Arlene, you you slip in through this uh, this roof access and and drop onto one of the catwalks that kind of is crisscrosses sort of the upper levels of the the warehouse and and these are uh, largely left unused these days. People don't really come up here very much, and yeah, you you can see down into the warehouse and yeah, there's it it's kind of effectively like emergency lighting there there's you know maybe every like fourth or fifth light is on um and then there's just a handful of people pacing around and you can see that the because for benny's office what i've always imagined is that he's got like a big window that looks out over the the factory floor essentially you can see that the light in his office is on but otherwise you can't really get a ton of information about what's going on below you. Am I in a position to see what's wrong with the people who are patrolling, or is that not? Is that part of what um, I can't see? You would need to make another roll. I can prowl. <laughs> yeah, to try and get closer to, to yeah. see. Yeah. I would, I'm going to say at this point, because you are now inside, uh, it's going to be risky. That's fair. This will be a uh, the old risky standard. Oh, oh no, oh, no, oh, no! <laughs> That's a three. So, because these catwalks are not used very often, they're not well maintained. And as you are creeping along, you you step, and something is just rusted through, <gasps> and with a shriek and a clatter of metal, it gives out under you, and you fall. You 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 don't fall like you don't fall a full two stories. This is just this is level two harm. You kinda clatter and bounce down some of the, the machinery <laughs> some of the, the distillery machinery that's in here. But it makes a lot of noise. Uh you're gonna take level two harm. And you have been extremely spotted. So now I will remind you. Um, you can resist consequences, any consequence. That's true. But basically, uh, you're going to take level two harm and be in a desperate position. Great. So I will also add the group outside will hear all of this and will know that things have gone wrong. But let me let me know uh, if you want to resist one or both of those. I want to resist the harm for sure. Let's just let's start with that. That's my prowess, right? 
Yes, indeed. God damn it. Oof. So you got a three. So you're going to take three stress to knock that down to level one harm. So yeah, you you kind of, you feel yourself falling, you tuck and roll. Bruised. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot I had a, a level one harm already. That's fine. Uh, I don't feel confident in not gaining trauma if I try and resist the other one. And also I think it could be fun. <laughs> so I'm going to leave the other one alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you, you clatter your way down onto the factory floor. Um, and I think we're going to cut outside uh, to where I, I think the rest of you are kind of have been sort of huddled around the, the outside of the uh, the front door, sort of waiting for, for our, I think the plan was, you know, Arlene would maybe sneak around and let you all in. And instead, you hear this this dramatic clatter of metal and probably a distant muffled shriek of, of Arlene. What do you do? Oh shit! Mom mode's activated. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same with Val. <laughs> their their ears perk up, uh, and they're like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah." Uh, Bailey is gonna uh, go into their their coat and pull out the the keys, and will unlock the the door and just haul it open, and then get out of the way. <laughs> Because <laughs> today, uh, ba- Bailey knows better than to, to get between um, angry mom and kid. <laughs> and and as you you all rush inside, what you see is a similar scene to what, what Arlene saw. The lighting in here is very dim. It's kind of like emergency lighting. Um, you can see kind of part of one of the catwalks swinging precariously overhead where it fell. You see Arlene, uh, like, not sprawled, but, you know, uh, down prone on the factory floor where she landed. And walking towards her are uh, a couple people in suits that you can just kind of tell, like, from the way that they're they're moving. And, and they, they, they're not moving the way that the nightcaps people do. And as they, they are approaching, uh, Arlene, they pass under the light and everybody can see this, but Echo, I think, is the one that knows what this means, uh, most profoundly. They, they pass under the light. Uh oh. And their masks become visible. They are wearing, both of them, identical suits and identical masks. That look like vultures. Echo immediately pulls a gun and starts shooting. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck. Give me a roll. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> she just well, says, I did the kill reading. them. They can't leave. <laughs> kill them. And her voice is like scratchy because it's like going outside her normal allowed vocal range. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm bad at hunts, so I'm going to push myself to have a die in it. <laughs> okay. Would you like an assist? Uh, this oh. is. Okay. Oh, I got five anyway. You didn't Sorry. Need it. <laughs> okay. You're good. So this was going to be risky. I'm going to say risky reduced since you're trying to hit two targets. You got a five. I think. I mean, you think the complication is that they see you, Echo. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like they see, they see me specifically and they know see it's you me. Specifically, okay. Echo. I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. 
Yeah. Echo is not thinking straight at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Echo just draws a gun and starts firing. One of them, you know, gets hit, I think, sort of center of mass uh, and, and takes the shot, kind of staggers back a little bit. The other one, you can tell by the way that the mask turns that they, their attention has just locked straight onto Echo. And basically step over Arlene and start, they, they're reaching under their coat for probably a weapon of some kind and start running towards Echo. Not if I can help it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> each of us like, no, don't touch them. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to mark off. You know what? No, fuck it. It's the finale. I'm going to mark off a large weapon and just have it be. Would that count as like a machine gun or something? Or uh, yeah, like a two. Like you want a Tommy gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a two handed weapon. Okay, I'm I'm gonna mark off a large weapon to have a Tommy gun. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna get ahead of this guy that's going for uh my kid. <laughs> I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna roll hunt for this. Also, I'll oh, push myself. Okay, I <laughs> I dang it. <laughs> My dad. Um, let me... So this is going to be... You're just aiming at one target? Yeah, just the one guy that's going for it. Okay. So this is going to be then risky... The vultures are a tier four again. Oh, so this what? is going to be risky reduced. Yeah, risky reduced. Jesus. Now they're punching a little above your weight class, I, but again, it's the finale. I rolled, I rolled a four? Okay. So... You do it, but there's a consequence. So, so you pull out your Tommy gun and just sort of unleash a, a spray of, of bullets at this person. And the bullets hit, but they don't seem like, again, I think you kind of hit in the chest, uh, but it doesn't seem to like, maybe they've got some kind of armor on or, or something, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't slow them down the way that a whole bunch of bullets from a machine gun is it should. Armor, <gasps> is it armor? Or, or are these more holes? Mm-hmm. Shrug. Uh, oh no. <laughs> as, like they keep coming and they keep pulling out the weapon that they were, were drawing out from under their, their suit jacket. Uh, they basically pull out, uh, you know, an electrified stun baton ah. and crack you across the, the head with it. Ew. So you are going to take uh, level two harm. How can I Zapped. resist that? Can I have armor? I'm having armor. I'm working armor. Yeah, you can have armor. Yeah, bring bring an arm up to block it with something that'll soak that. Yeah. So that'll drop it down to level one. Zapped. Cool. Darling. Hello. Yes. What would you like Is to do? Is it a free action to yell at Echo and go, dead or alive? Dead. Good. Um, I have a pair of fine pistols. They have made uh-huh. it quite, if they, if they attacked, if they attacked Val, then that means they're quite close to me. Uh-huh. So I, I'm shooting to kill. Okay. And since they're so close, <laughs> point blank pistol shot. All right. You've got fine pistols. This is going to be risky standard for you. Yeah, I think that'll be it. Unless you want to do anything to push yourself, devil's bargain, etc. Nah, I think I'm okay right now, considering I put Are I you... like three dice in hunt. Yeah. Okay. Are you aiming at one or both? Uh, it is a fine pair. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, yeah. In that case, you could aim at both without it necessarily yeah. um, impacting your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to mark it as, as, as I have it in my load. Yes. Six. It's just one six, don't worry. I know, it's just... <laughs> just the one. Don't worry. <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, your dice luck. It's just incredible. So, okay, I said that was, that was risky standard. They've both been shot. Okay. So, darling, describe, you, you get clean kill shots on both of them, but they don't die. Describe what that looks like. So, I think darling is big enough and, um, very well trained with, firearms so she knows how to conceal it quite well and so you just don't notice when she pulls them out and she pulls them out like crossing her arm style so it's, yeah it, it really is just a cool pull out and then a, a shot like two shots fired immediately like almost in sync and uh i think the bullet just considering where they would be one definitely was aimed at like a temple Probably mm-hmm. the one that is going at, that went after Val, and the other one is more like I want to say just straight on the face or head area. Okay. So these were like these were very much like she got permission to kill and she's shooting to kill. Yeah, yeah. So so you aim you aim a pair of headshots and the the shots land. However, what you see is the bullets dent into the masks. And there's sort of a, like, you see this best on the one closest to you. There's like a an impact pulse of electroplasmic blue. And like these arcane runes flare up for a second. And like, it clearly hits because the, the, the person's head jerks to the side. Like there's, there's an impact. And you can kind of hear like a pained grunt. The bullet bounces off. <laughs> it does not impact. And these runes flare up real bright for a second and then fade out as some kind of arcane occult magic has taken the hit. I I will tell you what's happening here is there's a clock you have to fill to, to beat these two. You're very close to filling it, but there is a clock. So, um, Arlene. Hi. You, you can, you've, you've been, you know, scrambling up. This has all been happening very fast. I think you've been kind of scrambling up from getting off the floor as this has been happening. What would you like to do? How many of them are there? There's just two. We'd like to jump on one of their backs and try to attack them that way. (laughs) Okay. Are you going barehanded or are you using a weapon? I feel like I'm using a knife. Okay. So this is going to be risky reduced then. Oh, boy. Can I try and distract one of them and, like, get close enough to, like, see if there's some kind of weak point that we can hit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't know what that would be. A skirmish? Skirmish is more just straight up fighting. Yeah. Maybe a finesse? Because that's, like, the kind of thing you do as a pickpocket. Yeah. 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 I could see finesse for that. Finesse, study, sway, even, if you're trying to be manipulative and distracting. So yeah. any of those, um, it's all still going to be risky reduced. Uh, you can you can push yourself if you'd like to get up out of out of reduced. I don't feel like I should push myself at this point. But what does a devil's bargain look like? Hmm. 
Um, I think the devil's bargain is that your your the 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 fall and the shooting, the various things that have been happening in here have have damaged some of the equipment, and it is going to put the nightcaps in um, further financial stress going forward. How do you guys feel about that? I'm okay with that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it makes Bailey's job harder, but... It makes narrative sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm also okay with it, because collateral damage um, does make it... You, you broke the, like, <laughs> like a whole area already. You might as well just marvel it up, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey! Hey, hey! There you go. All right, that's a six. Um, okay, so so you are trying to di- like distract one of these guys and, and like and open up a weak, weak spot for somebody else to okay to get. I I think what that looks like is you you saw Darling shoot both of these guys in the masks and. It didn't work. So, y- using your your skill of of like being very very quick on your feet, you get in and you don't pull one of these guys, like the one that's closer to you. Um, you don't pull the mask entirely off, but like you grab kind of the the beak part and yank it around to the side so that he, this person can't see. And so, like, the, the front part of the mask with the eye holes is now, like, over on their ear. <laughs> so they're kind of flailing a little bit. And you can sort of see, now that you're closer, that that front part is where all of the, like, all the runes are. And now a lot more of their head is exposed for a shot. Yeah. So who's the best shot? Darling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dar. Get him where the runes aren't. Get him here, here. I think she points and then like bounces away. Oh, excellent. <laughs> if you if anyone else wants to go, go for it. Um if if not, I, I think it's very obvious what I will do. Real quick, what's Bailey doing? Uh Bailey is hanging back um because this is Bailey is a fisticuffs fighter, and you you all have gone in with guns, and so Bailey is hanging back. Bailey doesn't want to get in the way of bullets. Good call. Is basically what's happening. Yeah. Like, Bailey was ready to r- run in and start throwing punches, and then the Tommy gun came out, and Bailey's just like, okay, I'm going to stay back here. I don't want to get shot. I want to kind of set up Darling here a little bit. Uh, I want to okay. use my interface ability to connect with the local electroplasmic power field and control something connected to it. I essentially want to grab them by the magic runes Yo. and just lock them up. Josie, that's big oh. brain. Interesting. Let me read that description real quick. I just want to see what it says. So tell me, tell me again what you're trying to do. You want to grab their, the... Yeah, I want to, like, mystically attune to their runes and then just, like, hold them there with it. Just, like, grab onto whatever wh- whatever shit is powering these runes and just hold them there. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead and roll a tune. This is going to be risky. For you, it's going to be standard because you are familiar with this stuff. I'm, You've worked with these things before. I'm push myself for a die. Okay. Well, I got a two. Okay. <sighs> so I think Echo's eyes start to glow and where there would be divisions in her porcelain plates start to glow a little bit too. And she reaches out her hands to try and grab onto this mystic energy. But I don't think she can overpower the stuff the vulture has done. Yeah, and I, I think that you just get hit with some like electroplasmic backlash, just like a big, a big like shock. So you're gonna take level two harm. I'm gonna mark off armor. All right. Say zapped. Yeah, as just something, something in this the the link. Maybe goes too well and just zaps you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, unfortunately, setup action does not work. But darling can can still take that shot. Do you want to do anything, Val? I mean, I, I might still just have Val try and shoot where the runes aren't because they were around when Arlene, you know, yeah, yeah, put that yeah. Out. Yeah, you would have heard that. Yeah, I'm still not a great shot, but I also don't want to push myself. I'll just use the one die. Uh, it's going to be risky reduced. Actually, you know what? What does a devil's bargain look like? Uh, I think after this, your 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 gun's going to jam, and it won't be of use after this roll. That's fine with me. I can always mark off another gun. Okay. Except. All right. Dokey. Risky reduced, you said? All yes. right, let's go. Five. Okay, so do it, but there's a consequence. It's reduced effect. So I think that what happens is you hit the you you get a shot in on the guy in front of you, mm -hmm. but and it's it'll take him down, but he's gonna hit you again as as he's just kind of as this is happening. So that's gonna be level two harm. Oh, that one's level two. Well, the other one was level two. You just marked armor for it. My armor isn't good for a second go. Nope. Is there any of the Can I roll resistance? Yeah, you can roll resistance. I see. Okay, let's let's see what happens here. Ooh. Okay, uh, that's only a four. Okay, so you'll mark two stress and drop it down to a level one. Getting spicy up in here. Alright, darling. I have been pointed to, yes. One guy by Arlene is left. Mm-hmm. Going for it. Ha 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 ha. It's going to be uh, risky. I'm actually going to say risky greater because Arlene basically did do a setup action for you on this guy. Six. And you've got fine pistols. I don't know why I even <laughs> ask anymore. What's funny is that it's the first die that's been getting sixes so far. So technically the other two are for show. Though the last one of, of my three dice um, have has been giving me ones. So thank God it's not <laughs> that one. It's just pulling pulling the negative energy. So yeah, uh Darling, like there there's, you know, this all this uh, clamor of, of Val and Echo struggling with this this person who's closer, and you just line up this shot and fire, and because the mask has been turned, pew, perfect shot right through the head. So these two fall. 
which means now I have to start a clock for the death bell. I guess I just wasn't clear. They were human, right? Okay. Yes, these were human, just well protected. I pull, just in case, I'm going to fill one of my pistols with ectoplasmic ammunition. Okay. Start a clock of spirit wardens arrive. Let's see, the death bell is up in bell, or the, the crematorium is going to be in bell tower. You're in Corvus Row. We're going to make this a six tick clock. I guess we're going to have that conversation somewhere else. Well, here's the thing. You can now see, looking down kind of the the factory floor, you can see that the light is on in Benny's office, and you can see that there are figures in there. One of them looks like Benny, and one of them, at least one of them, looks like these vulture-masked people. Great. Fun. I love everything about this. <laughs> Echo's having a bad time, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to have a talk about this. Mm-hmm. Are I both think... of them down? Uh-huh. I think Echo is just... Echo is kind of... I don't I don't think she really processed this is the stuff through the door because she's kind of sweeping around looking for more. And despite her expression being normal she looks absolutely terrified and paranoid i think darling will literally grab your face um look directly at it like make uncomfortable eye contact and just go hey 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 now you're gonna take a deep breath i know you probably don't need it but you should i don't breathe take 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 two seconds anyways and focus we don't need you to panic right now you can panic later. <sighs> yes. <sighs> Get a little zen. Focus on what you can hear and see and and stuff. I can see that the vultures people are here. That's not good. That's fine. They're killable. Thank you for killing them. Oh, you're more than welcome. This was fun. Speaking of, what should we do with them? Because I can always just wait for the ghost to come and just kill them again. Uh... Uh, Bailey will will kind of step in the conversation. We've bodies, body disposal. Uh, we we can take care of. Uh, we got to get Granddad now. Yeah. Oh, right. Pointing at the office. Do we want? Okay. 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 Should we break? Should we split up? Because I can take bitches in the office for sure. Split split up where I'm. We got to get rid I'm of going. the bodies all- before more people show up. Duh! You should take point with Benny. Bales, you should go with her too. I'll watch over Echo. I'll lean up to you. No, I need to know what's going on. All right, let's all go in. Yeah, no, we just I'll 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 stay together. Don't don't worry about it. We will handle the bodies later. Let's, let's go. go. Okay. Bailey's gonna start heading down towards the office. <laughs> but I for 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 um record showing, um I'm going to put the pistol that is full of ectoplasmic ammunition right now, put that away. And instead I'm just okay. gonna, I'm gonna have a blade or two, just ready. All right, mm-hmm. knife and business gun. versus a, personal. A great combo. Exactly. It's a very. It's one of those stiletto knives too. It's, it's nice and pretty. Nice and one hundred percent personal. So, uh, what is what is your plan for going into the office? Are you just gonna Are you gonna try and sneak in? Or are you just gonna kick in the door? What's the plan? Echo's just going. Going in through the door. I, I was thinking we were going to kick in. Okay. You kick in the door. <laughs> it flies off the hinges, I imagine, if Echo's doing it, thanks to the spring-loaded legs. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, 
actually give me give me a prowess roll. Just roll me your your prowess dice oh, okay. as if you were making a resistance roll. This is just a fortune roll. <laughs> I just want to see I want to see something here. 6. Okay. So it collides with one of the two vulture agents that are in here uh, <laughs> and knocks them back a little bit. So you're going to get a little bit of damage on their clock to start with <laughs> because they just got hit by a door <laughs> and we're not expecting that. Can I do something I've been wanting to do all season? <gasps> yes. I really thought this would come up earlier, but I was like, there hasn't been a situation where revealing that she has a robotic arm is advantageous. Um, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, so do it. So Echo's left glove just tears apart as <laughs> several pieces of her hand part and out of her forearm and through that gap slides a blade, which then folds out into a longer blade. And she's <laughs> going to try and cut the neck of the... Vulture soldier who's still standing. Shit. I finally get to use my arm blade. Yes! <laughs> What's the devil's bargain look like? So I'm going to start by saying this is going to be risky. I'm going to give you risky greater. I'm going to allow you to have given your, your do, do your own setup action uh -huh. <laughs> by kicking in the door. <laughs> um, you, you have the element of surprise by throwing a door at your foes. Um, a Devil's Bargain is, um, one of them is going to reveal something about Echo's past. Taking it. To the group. Yep, DM me what you would like the reveal to be. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> or, surprise me. Or I can me. open up your backstory <laughs> document surprise and me. I'll, pull I'll from link, there. I'll link, you my, I'll link you my document. <laughs> yeah, shoot me the doc. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll take that <laughs> to get myself some more dice. Six! Ooh! <laughs> hell yeah! Well done. With a risky grader, uh, I'm just gonna give that to you. Get the lop their head off? Yeah, you, you can just, I think, uh, so especially since now you know where to, uh, you can, um... Yeah, you you just you you kick in this door and then just with with this with with your arm blade you can just dive in and and stab this person in the neck. So tell me what that looks like. Yeah, Echo just there's an exhale of air as she kicks the door in and her spring leap pistons activate to send it shooting across the room into the other guy and she just immediately wheels on the other one, her trench coat trailing behind her as the glove shatters, the blade folds out, and she just drives the blade through the guy's neck into the wall behind him. Damn! And, like, she is not used to being that violent, so it kind of takes her by surprise, too. But she is still <laughs> in, I am incredibly desperate and need this to stop mode. <laughs> so, as, as the rest of you pile in, Bailey basically dives for Benny, who is behind the, the desk, Looking a little worse for wear. It's clear that they were roughing him up. He's got some some bruising uh, and cuts on his face. And uh, the one who is thus unharmed looks at Echo and says, 
Still putting the skills that you learned with us to good use, Helena. Shut up. Anybody else want to act? Yeah, because I thought of something cool. And I want to see if I can get a kill off. <laughs> However, it's a nice wombo combo. Um, this, <laughs> All this right. is what the wombo combo is. So that way I can, I can figure out if I'm actually allowed to do it. I have a knife or a blade. Yes. You have a knife. I have something. I throw it. It hits um, the mask where the beak is, and the and it, and it pushes uh-huh. it to the wall, therefore exposing the rune and making them in a really uncomfortable situation as they're low-key pinned. And uh, because th- the runes are exposed, I just shoot real fast. But bam John Wick style. Nice and clean. You can try, but it's going to be very difficult to pull off. Yeah. Is it Hunt, right? Uh, it'll be Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's going to be risky reduced, even with the, the fine pistols and whatnot, just because of how, how complicated this maneuver is. It's very complicated, but I, I, I just want to draw and wicked. Um, yeah. Just because I would like to ask before I roll anything, what, what do, what do um, Devil's Bargains look like? Uh, I'm going to add two ticks on the Spirit Warden clock. Oof. Two out of what, remind me? Six. Are we okay with that, or... I'm, I'm fine okay. with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So does that... Wait a minute. Does that give you... You can use that to give yourself another die, or you can push the um, effect up by, by one, so you can give yourself standard effect. Yeah, give me another die, because I'm... Okay. I'm cheeky. <laughs> So, would you like a picture? God damn it. <laughs> I rolled two uh, sixes this time. Yes. Of course you did. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's six six three two. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm I just it's very good. It's just so statistically improbable. <laughs> yeah, well that pushes you up to standard effect by getting a critical. So uh you you it goes exactly as you described. You throw the knife, it whips the mask around, you fire the shot, uh, and this person, like, slumps down dead. And the the four vulture agents who had been sent here are deceased. <laughs> there, There's a long silence in the room, and then Benny just kind of leans forward on the desk and goes, Oh, you should not have done that. You mind telling us what the hell's going on here, Benny? Wait, wait, wait. First, first, the bodies. Ha, ha, ha. I love shooting ghosts as much as the next person, but I'm saying this while I pull the knife, my knife out of the wall, put it back in, and I'm just going to pick up this one. Echo gives Benny just the longest, hardest look she can. Like, I imagine it's pretty unnerving. She just killed someone and is looking with, like, you know, dead doll eyes. Yeah. And then she's just going to go up against the wall, slide down and, and curl up. Oh, and re- no. rest her, her rest her head on her arms. <laughs> We've got Bailey is is kind of fussing over Benny. Benny had just said you really shouldn't have done that. Uh Echo is curled up in a sad ball on the floor. Uh Darlene is trying to haul corpses out. <laughs> yeah, I know how this this part works. I probably yeah. had to get rid of corpses oh, yeah. several times. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm I'm gonna do. Um I um 
Hell, if if people aren't aren't, I'll 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 try to lift up two bodies if I have to, just to to run all the way to the the furnace and just throw them in there, you know. Yeah, no, ba- Bailey will will like basically just pull out Benny's chair, kind of not forcefully, but she will kind of push him into it and be like, just sit here. We're gonna talk, and then yeah, we'll we'll grab a body and uh start dragging it out um looks at echo uh, just kind of like uh, shakes her head uh and then we'll look at val and be like uh can you uh down the hall uh there's a closet can you uh grab the mop we're gonna need to clean up some blood yeah sure thing and uh they have their eyes on echo but they have a job to do and they know it so they're you know, the gaze lingering, but as they leave the room, they're they're still going to get the mop. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that. Um, let me do a quick roll here to see how the spirit wardens are doing. Okay. So yeah, spirit wardens are are clock is now at three out of six. They're on their way, but uh, you you all are. Darlene and Bailey have experience with this. Yeah. <laughs> there is indeed a furnace in the basement. Uh, the two of you are are quite efficient at uh, getting the corpses in there um, and starting to, to mop things up. Um, and so we'll cut back to the office. I think Benny is just like sitting at his desk with his head in his hands, just kind of ignoring everything else around him leaving Echo and Arlene. Okay. And I think Arlene, like, sits down next to Echo and kind of, like, like, on the side that is closest to where the the blade still is, and she kind of, like, very gently is like, Echo? Hmm? And I think you see that she's holding, if you look up, you'll see that she's holding out, like, a handkerchief and kind of nodding to the arm. Echo takes it and slowly wipes the blood off. Before the blade retracts back into our arm with a with a shink shink, and her hand closes up, she hands the handkerchief back. Thank you. I think Arlene like sticks it in her pocket and kind of offers her hand for like an awkward high five. <laughs> Echo just looks at it for a long moment, and then just gently places her exposed hand there. You doing okay? I don't know. Hopefully, us killing them means. She doesn't know I'm around again. She's the person in charge of them? Yeah, um, the vulture is the person I need to kill. Oh, does Arlene know who the vulture is? Yes, the vulture is very well known in the criminal underworld for being fuck-off terrifying. Oh, so I think she'll kind of, like, do, like, a little, like, oh, I can see why such a i mean obviously it was a big deal but yeah and she leans over tarlene so benny can't hear and i i didn't want them to know i'm around because she knows who my family and girlfriend are and i don't know what she'll do to them if she if i act against her openly echo holy shit yeah so probably at least 
Nobody can take this back to her. Hopefully. She is really good with magic stuff, as you saw. Uh-huh. She, uh, really good with, uh, I think she kind of glances at Echo's arm. Yeah, she, um, yeah, she put me in this. <sighs> well, you're stuck with us now instead, so hey. I do like stuck being stuck here a lot more. Let's deal with this situation, and then we'll talk more, okay? Okay. So, I think shortly after that, uh, everybody else comes back, free of corpses, with a mop that is gonna have to be thrown out. <laughs> um, I did have a question for the corpses. Um, as I'm, as, as I'm, uh, you know, taking them down and stuff like that, could I perform quick pat-downs to see if we can grab anything from there? If not, you know, I chuck them. Chuck them in the furnace. Hmm. You can. Um, what are you looking for? Literally anything. Anything that could possibly be of use to Echo. So... The only things that you find on them are they're they're almost interchangeable. They're all dressed identically, their masks are identical, they have identical weapons. They don't like the only thing that seems to be different is that they have like slightly different amounts of loose change in their pockets. Well, at least the change might make Echo feel better like here's your lunch money. Yeah, like that's that's a about it um there's really like they're they're not carrying ids they're not carrying written orders there's there's really not any concrete information on them okay you chucked them yeah so yeah you all reconvene in the office and and benny will kind of raise his head and be like <sighs> so did you all come down here to break up this meeting on purpose? Because I didn't tell anybody about it. We didn't know about this meeting. Uh-huh. We didn't. We came here to try to have a meeting with you about something else. Okay. He kind of he starts to, like, sort of sit up straight and then, like, winces and kind of puts a hand to his ribs. Uh, so... What is this about, then? Sort of glancing around at all of you a little suspiciously. Does the name Zarya Pond ring a bell for you? Benny's mouth kind of presses into a thin line. Maybe. Why do you ask? Because we happen to know a little bit about her and lots of your other friends that you've screwed over. <laughs> really? You're, uh... He kind of looks at, at Bailey. You're, uh, you're doing this now? And she shrugs. <laughs> it's just like, yeah! <laughs> if you are meeting with the vulture, it should have been done earlier. <sighs> Look, you take loans where you can get them. <laughs> Did you like what you received after getting those loans? Well, uh, it turns out they're pretty, uh, strict about their repayment deadlines. How much do you owe 
Oh, what a good question. Let me roll some dice. <laughs> this is a debt that Bailey is also going to take on. If we- uh-huh. uh-huh. About 18 coin. <gasps> what the Ooh. fuck? I mean, you have to remember, uh, Benny is taking out loans at a bit, like, he's running a full business here. <laughs> That's still That's really an SBA steep. loan from the vulture. Uh-huh. Jesus. Is that, do I want to say 18? That might be a little steep. Hang on. No, I kind of like it. Yeah, keep it at 18. <laughs> yeah, all right. I just, I rolled 2d6 and then double result, so. Jesus. Yeah, listen. They were the only ones willing to make that kind of loan, so here we are. You don't know how dangerous the vulture is. I'm, I'm starting to get an idea. <sighs> and looks back at Val, so... What is this about, Pond? Are you blackmailing me? Because I'm going to tell you, I do not have a lot of money to spare. Frankly, yes, but we don't want your money. Either way, we're done after this. You, unless you want this going to the press, you're taking a retirement now. Ah. He looks up at Bailey. So it's a coup? She kind of shrugs again and is like, if that's how you want to call it, yeah. We like to think of it like a union. <laughs> Fuck. You know, I... You might be doing me a favor at this point getting me out of town, because uh, between either your blackmail or uh, kind of gestures at the hole in the wall left by <laughs> Darling's knife... I uh, I think I might not be long for this world staying in Imperial City anyway, so... We're not doing this for you. Oh, I'm aware. I wouldn't expect you to do this out of the, the kindness of your hearts, but uh, makes me a little more inclined to go along with it. <sighs> Let me guess, you're taking over? And Bailey nods and... Benny actually looks kind of sad. Oh. Sorry, kiddo. I uh I wish I was leaving you something uh a little better. Bailey just kind of nods and is like Yeah, well, I'll see what I can do to clean it up. And she'll reach into her jacket and be like Got you the ticket for the uh ten AM to Duskwall. And tell Mom I said hi. I'll, uh, come help you pack, since it looks like you're pretty banged up. And Benny just kind of... <laughs> Ow. Oh, fuck. Laughing. All right. <sighs> well, he'll kind of very stiffly stand up and look around. Be like... Take the ticket from Bailey's hand and be like, well... Good fucking luck. Y'all are gonna need it. Uh, and he will open up a drawer, grab a couple things out of it. It looks like it's like, you know, just like a, a you know, couple notebooks, grabs a couple photographs, framed pictures off the desk, sort of tucks everything awkwardly under one arm, 
grabs his baseball bat, <laughs> but he keeps propped up next to the desk and uh, will kind of limp out. Um, Bailey is going to follow him and will pause in the door and be like, I'm going to get him on his way and we'll, uh, we'll touch base after. Uh, you all should get out of here and lay low. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you. And yeah, uh, you all can still hear the death bell ringing as you head out into the night and back to the Drake. So the, the Drake pulls up outside the garage. The death bell has stopped ringing. You just sort of have to hope that everything was cleaned up well enough that they're not going to find anything. You head uh, down into the garage, and yeah, I imagine folks have a few questions for Echo. Echo immediately goes into her room, comes back out in her sweatpants and tank top, like, it's it's scary fast how quick she got comfy. She needs to feel <laughs> safe right now. Got and then sits on the couch change. with her cool tires just in her hand. Like, mm. Can I sit next to her? Yeah. Val sits down next to her and I think slings an arm around her shoulder if she'll allow it. She will. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of lost my shit there. I mean, it's fine so long as you could just tell us why. Because if this is going to happen again, if we're going to keep running into these people, I think we have a right to know what we're up against. Well, um, I said I have to kill someone. And that it's someone I can't really talk about unless I endanger people. Um, so the person I need to kill is the vulture. Out of character, do I recognize? Does Valve recognize? Ever? Yes. Again, everybody, uh, darling. Also, you you've been in the underworld here long enough. Uh, the vulture, uh, you all would know, is um, uh, sort of a boogeyman in the underworld. Except they're very, very real. They are. They they run a gang, a pretty powerful one, um, that kind of straddles the line between crime family and cult. They are very powerful, very scary, and not a lot is really known about like what they do. They're they're generally known for being kind of spooky into occult stuff, but they're actual like how many people are in the group what they do, who their allies are, who their enemies are, what how much influence they actually have is pretty unknown because they're very anonymous and secretive, but they are, like, they're very scary. <laughs> Anyways, would the, would the market have had any dealings with them before? I'm going to put that one to Josie. Do you think that I the, think it's the, fun if they have. They're yeah. both super secret, super scary, like... Crime cults. 
Yeah. I feel like on a level that Darlene might know about, but Arlene wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. That, that is, that's the, that's the next thing I was going to ask, specifically, what do you, would I know anything more or less, or have I had any um, field experience squaring up? I'm going to say, Darlene, no. You have had no personal experience with them. Um, they would have worked with the flower market, but... The the name was familiar to you before you got to Imperial City. You you'd heard rumors about him through just sort of the the market gossip network in general. I like to think that the market would actually have like little like market heads would have actual little meetings every now and then that's based on like what their vibe is. So everybody comes to Darling's old place for tea. Mm-hmm. We go to the flower market. To pick fucking yeah. flowers, I don't know, press them, I don't know. <laughs> All the good stuff. There's gotta be yeah. a spice market somewhere, too. Yes. Yeah, so so that's that's kind of... Everybody knows about the vulture, everybody is scared of the vulture. Mm-hmm. Oh, Echo, dear. What were you doing, messing around with them? Well... I didn't know she was the vulture at the time, but I trusted her. We worked together on this body, and then she killed me and stuck me in it. <sighs> we were close. She knows who my family is and who my girlfriend is. So I think she's counting on the fact that if I move against her too openly, she can threaten them. And I definitely can't tell anyone her true identity, because I am positive that if that gets out, she'll just kill them and be done with it. So you got out, but they're kind of still stuck? Yes. And I don't think they know they are stuck. That's even worse. Yes. So you actually made this this body with them? Like a... Oh, I don't like calling you a project because you're living in it currently, but the, the circumstances of your work is a little bit important. Yes. We started out designing prosthetics, but... We started to work on designing holes that didn't need ghosts. Or at least that's what she told me. That's what I was working on. Cuts. Well, people wouldn't need to work long hours in factories with that sort of technology, right? My dad could finally retire. But she had other plans. I don't know what they are exactly, but... She had me around as a whole for a while before I escaped. So that's why I need to get enough power to match her gang and then kill her. Oh, we're in this fight with you. All right. Are you sure? Because I don't... This is a bit more than just getting rich, although that helps. Oh, getting rich is, is, is just a fun thing. Um, and a good way to ease off of other problems. I don't mind cooking a good bird. <laughs> if they're coming after your people, 
We're going to be on your side. She shakes a little bit. She can't cry, but that's probably what she's doing. And she uh-huh. says, thank you. I, hmm, I'm not going to press this now, simply because I'm not going to promise I'm going to go out and hunt right now. But you do know their secret identity, yes? Yes. We're going to need to know that. Doesn't have to be now, but that is very vital information for someone like me. I can tell you, but it can't leave the four of us. If Bailey learns that, if anyone knows that, if anyone who could leak it knows that. And to be honest, I'm uncertain of saying it now because I do not know what kind of rituals and devices she has. I have checked myself. There's no mechanical bug in me. And I've tried to keep this place warded against ghosts. But she's scary. Can you write it? It's probably better to say it and not leave a paper trail. No, oh, I can get rid of paper. Don't worry. And I pat Pearl. <laughs> we, we could light it on fire and that would probably be easier than making Pearl eat it. <laughs> yeah, Pearl. Uh, Pearl makes a face. She, she Pearl doesn't <laughs> like eating paper. <laughs> Echo will grab one of her notebooks and just write out Pandora Slain. We've heard that name before, haven't we? You have. Pandora Slain uh, was a name that came up a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, that was the person that the um, the stuff you stole uh, from the train was supposed to be delivered oh, to her. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. She is the uh, dean, right, Josie? Uh, I have it in my backstory as headmistress, but sure. Headmistress. She's the headmistress of the College of Glass, which is one of the most prestigious universities in Imperial City. Holy shit. Damn. Oh, Echo, I knew you were a little nerd. I just didn't know how big of a brain you had. So, so wrinkled. Wow. I am pretty smart. Little, little genius. Ah. Okay, I'm going to stop, because if I praise you too much, it'll go to your head. IQ off the charts! She just kind of stares ahead. She would be blushing right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think uh, Arlene's going to, like, slide the paper away and, like, hold it up to the nearest flame if there is one nearby. If not, she'll make one. (laughs) Yeah, you you can grab a a lighter and take care of the... Yeah, yeah. Take care of the the paper very easily. She is also very powerful in that form. Very influential. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Super secret double life. I like this. I read a book once. It was called... Anna... Von Bama. (laughs) Anna Von Bama! was a Scovelin book. Several books. I am going to dodge past the fact that I have read that as well and say, I figured you might like this. There is lots of drama with me. There's so much drama with you. Ah, I love it. 
Don't worry, I'll kill the bitch for you. But like, oh, this was nice. <laughs> I was worried you would say something like, the Cabbage Man of Cabbage Corporation. I'd be like, oh, okay, so a decline of, of very rare vegetables. That's still, that's still, oh, you know, that's dramatic a little bit, you know. Economy shifts and, you know, and whatnot. But I don't. Education. Wow. Still. Yeah. If we play our cards right, us having this information is a real good way to spook her if we catch her unawares. Not saying we have to do anything now, just saying that's something that's in our head. Yeah. We could send Arlene to school undercover. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I feel a lot more comfortable having you all around, which is really saying something since two of you are assassins. Darling, she's going to s- smile in, in a, in a like, like, like Whopper, the Pokemon, Whooper, the Pokemon, <laughs> and just go, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to apologize now for the future. Thank you. Actually, the assassin thing makes me feel safer. Yeah, I mean, if you want to kill someone, it's good to have us on your side, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Although... We need do need to be very careful whenever we move against her. I think we just need to build ourselves up first. I really don't want my parents and girlfriend to die. We're going to do yeah. our best to make sure that doesn't happen. Do they know that you're like this right now? No, I'm pretty sure they think I'm dead. <sighs> Tabby probably suspects something. She was also close with Pandora. It's just, she's, honestly, I think she's smarter than me, but Pandora zeroed in on me. Well, whenever you think it's safe to do so, we're going to make sure we get you back to your family, all right? And your girlfriend. She seems to think about that and says, thank you. And from there, everybody rest up, recover. Spend a couple days just sort of patching up after all of this. And let's get, we'll sort of see a, a few brief scenes over the next couple days. Um, yeah, we want to start with Arlene since we know we wanted to have a, a very short little scene with her and Leona. Okie dokie. Yeah. Uh, you want to just kind of set the scene of wherever they are on their date? Hmm, where did they go on their date? Are the rivers super polluted and or haunted? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if not, <laughs> it might be nice to be on a boat, but nah, if it's super haunted, no thank you. Um, I don't know. I do think they're on, like, a nice little patio or something. Yeah, so I think maybe we, we find Arlene and, and Leona at, like, a, uh, like, a gazebo in one of the parks oh, in the city. Oh, yeah. Having a little picnic lunch. I think Arlene just kind of like flings herself against Leona's side when neither of them is actively eating anything. It's like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that everything is normal right now. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's really good to be back in the city. This last trip was so long. So, funny story, my boss really wanted to start up that war again, and I'm really glad we convinced him not to. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, you know how he sent us into that situation before? It seems like he was not 
really worried about poking that bear and really thought it would be fun to do it and then take advantage, but that's not a thing you have to worry about anymore, so I'm relieved about that. Uh, <laughs> she just reaches into her coat and like glances around, unscrews a flask and pours it into whatever non-alcoholic thing she's drinking, puts it back, takes a big swig. It's not going to happen now. <sighs> okay. Is my point. That's very good to know. <laughs> I was really worried about it for a minute there, okay? I yeah, I mean, I'm... Yep, yeah, okay. Whew. I'm retroactively worried about it. Well, Takes another swig. <laughs> don't spread it around yet, but he's not in charge anymore, so... <sighs> no shit. Hopefully some better management. That's good to hear. I'll I'll keep it quiet, but uh yeah, that's he wasn't the easiest guy to uh work with on our side, so hopefully that'll uh be an improvement. Yeah. He made some pretty bad decisions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like downs the last of, of her drink and is like Aside from that, how have things been with you? Eh. You know, same old. You want to hear about White Hollow? Yes, please. Tell me all about White Hollow. (laughs) All right. Uh, And so, yeah, the conversation will turn into Leona's latest trip up through the Deathlands up to White Hollow. Uh, And from there, who, who do we go to? We could have a parent talk. We could have a parent meeting. Does the garage make sense? You could literally also come over to my place. You know where I live now, so it's like... Yeah, how about I come to your place? Let's have a yeah. have a parent conference. I make I make tea, then. Yeah, so we, we then find uh, Darlene and Val uh, at Darlene's kitchen table, drinking tea having a chat so that goes in deeper than I thought oh yes that's some that's some deep shit yeah and uh I was actively making sure not to like lose my cool back there because you know she was having her moment but uh holy hell yeah no 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 lose your shit here if you want Uh, I don't um I don't mean to to um Assume, but I mean you're you're sus as fuck. But I don't think you're you're um, on murderous intent level yet. Do you think I'm sus? <laughs> yes. Oh, ah, uh, gosh. I okay. The suspicious. No, I, no. I know what sus means. <laughs> you are <laughs> among friends here. Uh, y- yes, but you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to vent out. <laughs> no, no, vent, vent. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm telling you to vent. I just wasn't sure if you knew. I, I'm not even trying to do the hip cool thing. This was a genuine like. Uh, if if you were if you were if we were to like rank ourselves in age, I think you're I think you're much older than me. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. No, I, uh, I get around. I, uh, I... <laughs> I, <laughs> I know what sus and venting is, is, is all that. 
I know. I know. I I hang out with Echo. She explained it all to me. All right. And yes, I think you're very sus. I think I think you're. Uh, uh, I feel like you would offer me like candy, but it would not be candy. It would be like a swig of the weed. I don't. I, I don't drug people without their permission. I know. No. 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 Like that would be your side business. You know, it'd be like, would you like some candy? And I'd be like, sure. And then you'd show me a a bunch of a bunch of. Weed. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've thought about, you know, doing that as a side hustle, but I feel like we're getting beside the point here. Uh, yes. The vulture's a big fucking deal. In- incredibly so. I've, uh, while, while I have not had any, um, run-ins or business with, with them, I do know that they have partaked in, um, well, I, I know which group that they are with that isn't their gang, that if they needed a bit of a bit of an, a, a bit of a murder, I know where they would go, okay. Yeah, I just I, I'm just trying to scratch my brain as to how we go about this and I'm coming up short because it's gonna take a lot of firepower to go up against something like this. And I know I made a lot of promises to Echo and I don't wanna let it down, but my God, I I don't know how we're pulling this off. Mm, well, I actually have some ideas on that, but I would have to run it over with with Arlene, of course, and and I don't want to do this without we have without us having a little bit more um, of a safety net. Yeah, no, this is going to take some time to build up, but I think we can do it. I've I've killed worse. No, I know you have. It's just a matter of having the main power to do it. Be it very, very smart about how we do it. Just don't stress too much over it. You, you, you think a lot. You think, you think too much, even. Well, if I don't, who will among us? Me, I think. Well, now, well, well, you know what, now, now, never mind. I was like, oh, I don't want you to get any more, like, any more of the stress grays, but gray it up, you old fuck. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, I see how it is. You know, I, this tea's been lovely. I think I'll see myself out. <laughs> Duh, thank you. Come back oh, anytime so you much. want to. This has been fun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. Yep, talk to you soon. Make sure you take the elevator. I know you go out of breath when you walk down the stairs. <laughs> Slams the door <laughs> wordlessly. <laughs> wow. I hope you're okay with that. How much of I, I'm perfectly okay with that. Excellent parent meeting. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a darling and uh, Val parent meeting if there wasn't a little bit of a dig. Exactly. I I like that when Darlene feels like uh, things are getting too uh, emotional, just starts throwing out the barbs. It's like, "Mm, this has gone on too long, and I feel like we're bonding too much. I have to start being (laughs) hostile. I need to start insulting you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Josie, did you have ideas for a scene for Echo? Uh, Yeah, like a 30-second one. Okay, that's kind of what I, w- I was going to say, is that, like, I feel like a short scene with Echo that we can kind of transition into Bailey showing up. 
Yeah, I think Echo is getting ready to leave to go do that. But through a complicated series of panel removals, part of her chest is open and she pulls out a little bell on a string, which I think we've seen before. And Mm -hmm. just like holds it there, just like reassured by its presence. And then I think without her ringing it, the bell rings slightly. And that that makes her feel a lot of positive and emotions and a lot of sadness as well. So she kind of puts it back in her chassis and closes herself up and does up her tie and goes to the meeting. Yeah. So I think Bailey has has come over to the garage. It's been probably about three or four days at this point, uh, which was longer than I think Bailey had expected. She sent over a note being like, I got a lot to deal with. I'll be there when I can. <laughs> but she she looks tired, but not in the same way as, as she had when she'd when you all had come over to the uh, the warehouse, you know, just a few days ago when Benny had given you that job. And you know, she's she's sitting on the ta- couch, I think, fiddling with one of the the cool tires that has been left out. And when Echo comes out, I think Echo is sort of the last one arriving. She'll kind of, you know, nod and and give give her a smile and be like, <sighs> "So, um, I got a word from Duskwall, uh, from from Mom and uh, uh, let's see, Benny and what do I think his sister's name would be? Somebody give me another B name, since that seems to be the theme this family is going with. Uh, Barbara Barry." Bertha? So I heard from uh, Mom and uh, Aunt Bertha uh, up in Duskwall. Uh, Granddad has uh, arrived and is settling in. He's going to be probably frustrating them and trying to take over their branch of the family business, but uh, that's not my problem. So uh, what is my problem is this branch. Um, Congratulations. uh, (laughs) Thanks. Um, I've inherited a lot more problems than uh, I think any of us realized. Um, There's a lot of debt. Everything's overextended. Um, I think that he was trying to just drum up enough business that he could somehow get out ahead of everything that he owed and somehow he'd make enough money to pay it all off. It, it's a very, very flimsy house of cards. Um, so I am going to be cutting a lot of things loose, a lot of his more recent acquisitions. Part of the distillery is going to be closed for a little bit. There was some damage uh, from the fight the other night before... Um, I can, you know, get that back up to full uh, capacity again. So basically what this all means for you is I would love to have you stick with the nightcaps. You have been an incredible help. You're incredibly skilled. But I don't have a lot of money to pay you right now. I can find other ways to reward you for any work that you do. But... It's going to be a while before I can pay you in actual cash. So, 
if that doesn't work for what you've got planned and you all want to split off, uh, she, she will reach into her jacket uh, and, and take out um, kind of a, a, a thick envelope that sort of thunks when she, she sets it down uh, on the little coffee table in the midst of the sitting area. It's like, that's the, the deed and the keys to this place. It's all yours. Regardless of what you decide, I'm leaving that here. I don't want to hold this place over your heads. Uh, consider this kind of gesturing at the garage payment for uh, everything from the other night. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, that seemed like the least I could do. I suppose, well, I would feel bad just leaving you to it. But I suppose it's a question of, are we any better off leaving than staying here? I think Bailey is going to, like, kind of brush her hands off on her legs and stand up and be like, I'll uh, let you all talk it over. I feel kind of weird sitting here and just listening to you all decide if you want to stay or go while I just sat here. So you all talk it out. Let me know what you want to do. Well, if we stay... We, I, have issues with the vulture. That's why we did what we did. I kind of figured. If we stay, that could potentially fall back on you. Well, uh, I've inherited Granddad's debts to the vulture, so I've got issues there as well. I see. So, Are you prepared for all of our baggage? I, a darling, like straight up raises her <laughs> hand. Like this is a, <laughs> like this is a class thing. Uh, I don't know what the baggage is. So maybe we'll look at Arlene and be like, with with a look of you know, like sh- like like should we tell her like that kind of like you know that look. I think Arlene will be like, get kind of a look on her face, like I don't know. It's up to you, man. <laughs> so you know how, like, you've watched me murder at least two people? Uh, yes. I might be very good at that. Uh, you did, you did seem to do it pretty skillfully. You're a very good shot. That might be a problem with, with certain people, and they might show up every now and then. Okay. That 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 is the the baggage. So, if you'd rather not, I. I mean, was this a problem before? Is this new? Is this a new development? Ah. Uh... It seems like all of the issues that you all have are things that you had before I took over. So. Yes. Nothing's changed. Yeah, it, yes, that's kind of my point. I am fine. You you all are very skilled. You're good at your jobs. I'd like to continue working with you. If you all are fine continuing to work with me on the understanding that I don't have money to pay you with right now. Well, if we strike out on our own, we still need to find money. Yes. And if you strike out on your own, that doesn't mean we can never work together again. I would be happy to contract with you as independent smugglers. 
once things are a little more stable around here. Just, I just want to be upfront about where the nightcaps are at. Fal, what do you think? I'm thinking money is nice, but at the same time, I really like you, Bales. I would really like to continue working with you. Then maybe we should go independent? We can still work with Bailey, but some shorter-term gains quicker? Yeah. And I think... I think it's right that we should still help. Because we did kind of put you in this position, Bailey. So we kind of owe it to you to help fix it. So we'll be contractors for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll... I'll definitely be in touch with some work that needs doing, because there's plenty of it. Just, honestly, given the state of things right now, I I feel a little bit better not having you all uh, stuck in a situation where uh, you're doing work and not getting fairly compensated for it. So, she'll, I think, I think actually go to Echo, because Echo was kind of, doing a lot of the talking and, and hold out a hand to, to shake. And she'll shake back. It's been a pleasure working with all of you. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with the independent Whiskey Jays in the future. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm glad we came to this agreement. Stay safe out there. Sounds like uh, y'all need it. She will... Give you all a nod and head up the stairs, leaving behind the the deed and the keys to your garage. And I go, bye. Thanks for the house. (laughs) (laughs) So we're on our own now. Thanks for joining us. The Whiskey Jays will return in two weeks. The City That Never Dies is a Clever Corvids production. Visit our website at clevercorvids.net and follow us on Twitter at clever underscore corvids for the latest on this and other shows. The City That Never Dies is GM'd and edited by Ree. Check out her business Skill Check for copy editing and accessibility consulting for the RPG community at rpgskillcheck.net. Arlene Graham is played by Minna Riley. Find her on Twitter at MinaMinar. Darlene Serin is played by Aki. Find her on Twitter at Akinomi underscore art for more RPG content. Echo is played by Josie. Find her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie and check out her art at Josie-Art.com. Valerie Sullivan is played by Kim. Find her on Twitter at KimDeannaJones. Our opening and closing theme music is from Something by Kai Engel and is used under a Creative Commons license. Blades in the Dark is the creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. If you'd like to dedicate a personal message to a friend, family member, gaming group, or other special Clever Corvids fan in your life, you can do so right here. Visit clevercorvids.net and click on Jumbotron Messages under the Support Us menu to buy your very own message. As always, thanks to all our Patreon backers, 
whose ongoing support makes this show possible. So, okay. Martha Stewart taught me how to make a shank. (laughs) (laughs) Store-bought is fine. Mm -hmm. And Snoop Dogg taught me how to bake cookies. (laughs) 